Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we review various themes influencing the agricultural economy in South Africa and beyond our borders. So folks, last week I talked about the state of the countryside in South Africa where I narrated my observations uh, during the December holiday in parts of the Eastern Cape, Free State, KZN and the other areas. But I think it's only right if I stick a little bit uh, with this theme of rural uh, side of South Africa again in this week and talk about three major problems that face much of the small town and rural communities in South Africa. And these are well known by anyone who's South African or has been to South Africa, which is the challenge of rising poverty, high unemployment and weak economic activity. And I think anyone who drives around these towns, say you've been uh, in these communities over the past 10 years and you've recently been in these communities again this year, you'll agree that the conditions have de- deteriorated uh, further in, in many of these communities. And there are two industries that I still believe that could bring much needed improvement on reducing poverty, creating job opportunities, and just the vibrancy on the economic side. It's agriculture and tourism. Uh, Agriculture can do a lot, especially if you think about the agro-processing value chain as well, food packing, manufacturing, and all of the other activities from the input side up to the finishing side before you take things to the retailer. So there's a lot that can be done and bring job and vibrancy on that. On tourism, many people spend a lot of time on the cities and if some of the small towns could actually be in good conditions and uh, with roads, uh, certain service deliveries, they could see an influx of people going there. We used to rely to from outside tourists a lot, but there's a lot of tourism and short lefts that is happening across South Africa. And I think many people would like to explore as much as they can their own country. And that traveling that would happen, I think it would bring much needed revenue and economic activity and employment in some of these areas uh, are small towns uh, of the country that face uh, acutely these problems that I've mentioned of poverty, unemployment, and weak economic activity. But I think there's major challenges that are preventing us in here because uh, agriculture and tourism, it's not something that I'm thinking about only myself now and it's somehow a genius idea. Many people know and there's a lot of evidence uh, that has come up. If you think back in 2012, NDP and many government policies and studies before that, they've talked about the prospects. Uh, of employment that these um, sectors could actually bring in these communities. And in fact, the NDP, which is South Africa's National Development Plan, had estimated that if you think about primary agriculture and agro-processing, there's nearly a million jobs that could be created there. But with the set of preconditions that they set out of saying what needs to be done to actually unlock those jobs. We haven't seen much of that. They talked about expanding area planting, improving infrastructure, allocating some of the land that is in the state hands and some in communal areas to people with uh, title deeds, agricultural finance, and all of those things. Those were some of the package of the things that they talked about. But we haven't progressed as a country a lot in all of those, which is why we find ourselves in the difficulty that we are in. But I think beyond the topic, the big topics of land reform, international trade and other things, there are everyday issues that I think are challenging South Africans and these communities a lot, particularly those in farming, 
agribusiness and tourism to the extent that they some are unable to actually expand their activities and in the process address those three major problems that I've mentioned. The major issue at the moment is the deterioration in the road networks. Uh, I don't know how many of you who are listening to this podcast are actually on social media. Uh, on Twitter, there's a friend of mine, Lelo. She has a handle called Miss Lelo B. She showed a video where she was just, you know, uh, uh, giving us a snapshot of what she was seeing in the free state when she and her family were trying to uh, explore some bit of local tourism. Those are the same things that I think in some of the segments last year I talked about when I was saying what are farmers telling us and what we are observing as agriculturists. She was talking about this from a tourism perspective, but it's a major issue also when you you are on agriculture and it's not the only challenge in a free state you go to the eastern cape you see this you go to northwest it's the same story parts of kzn so the deterioration in these roads networks is a major challenge the second issue is the water infrastructure uh, it's crumbling in some of the small towns and if this is not fixed uh, it continues to present difficulties i mean if you speak with some dairy farmers in the eastern cape they will tell you how much difficulties they are fa- they are facing with fixing some of their water infrastructure and if you think about it the eastern cape and kzn are some of the important dairy producers in south africa the leading uh, provinces and they need this water for irrigation and all kinds of things uh, yet they struggle the challenge of power uh, it's one of those the load shedding it's a major challenge in south africa right now i'll do a separate segment on that probably next week um, there's some work that I just written uh, uh, looking into that its impact in agriculture and agro-processing. But I thought I should just flag it's one of the issues and, and I'll look into that. The other, uh, which is the fourth challenge, is the high crime in rural South Africa uh, and in these small towns. We see a rising levels of crime right now. And I think this is a threat both on agriculture as well as on agritourism. Now, these are not new issues. Like I said, over the past few years, we've discussed some of these and I've actually written about some of these things. I mean, if um, one thinks back in 2021, when Clover, which is one of the big uh, food and beverages uh, company in South Africa, decided that they would close their cheese production factory in Lichtenberg in the province of uh, Northwest and move to outside Durban in KZN, KwaZulu-Natal, because of the poor service delivery. We lamented about this, wrote an article about the, the challenges facing small towns in the conversation where we highlighted some of these. And many people also wrote uh, stuff about this issue. And that firm alone, uh, uh, Clover, it had employed in Lichtenberg uh, roughly about 400 uh, people that were working there. And if you think about it in a South African perspective where uh, one person um, can pretty much maybe assist a family and the family is an average size of a family is about six to eight people. You take that 400, you multiply by six or eight, you get a sense of how many people were actually employed there and how many people will actually be impacted um, with the closure of that cheese factory. And of course, there are other suppliers to the company that will be around that will also be impacted. In um, Bumalanga, in the Likwa municipality, similar cases with Astral, uh, a, 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 an animal feed and poultry producing company, which is also struggling and has lost millions because of issues of water, reliability, electricity. These are just the large entities that I'm mentioning. But if you look at the small farms, medium-sized family businesses, 
uh, you look at tourism opportunities, tourism family businesses, they face some of these challenges. And in fact, in the Eastern Cape, um, about last week, I was talking with some of the senior managers at Amalelo Agri, which is one of the largest um, uh, in the province dairy producing groups. And the key issue they were ch- they were talking about was the bad state of roads um, and the water infrastructure. They actually sent me pictures where it was actually not possible to drive and deliver some of the milk to um, the, the the market. And of course, now this in- raises all issues of reliability and all of those things. And this is a group that is a, is also benefiting some black farmers in the province. So these are major issues that not only uh, prevent us from creating employment and economic activity, but also the transformation in the sense of South Africa, bringing new black players into commercial agriculture, commercial agricultural value chain because of these basic infrastructure. Some of my friends were actually telling me in December about people who had to cancel their trips to Coffee Bay, Gendane, Boji in the Eastern Cape because of bad roads. Have they been there in these communities? Um, them buying stuff, renting out places there would have brought some sense of vibrancy, benefited a few small businesses in that area. It's not only the friends I mentioned, but many people who actually go into these coastal towns um, and actually uh, spend some time there. Because now not to have proper infrastructure in coastal towns in festive season is just one of those challenges. At a micro level, there's an instance last year in July 2022. I got a call from an elderly black woman from a village of uh, I do you are it to it do you are in uh, a small it's a small town I do you it's a small town um, uh, in Basha municipality in the Eastern Cape. She had about uh, 300 bags at 40 cages each of good quality yellow maize, and she needed to sell this. Um, so that she can have some bit of uh, money to cover some arm of her household needs and, of course, make a bit of profit out of this farming activity. I made several calls to try to find a market for her, ended up finding someone in Tata who was willing to buy this. Now, Dujua to Mtata, it's about 86 kilometers. Um, It's not that very far, and these folks were willing to drive and actually get those maize. Now they inquired about the conditions of the roads before they deploy their trucks and then we see if the transaction will work. When they checked out the roads, it proved to be actually impossible. Now she lost all of that. Um, the transaction never went through. But I'm trying to depict here to say even elderly old people that are trying to do something so that they can sell, they are actually struggling because of this municipality of these bad roads and the service delivery by municipalities. It's not only the big businesses, but everyone is actually struggling up because of this. And um, colleagues at the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, they are trying to boost production in agriculture, providing inputs, vouchers and all kinds of things so that there's good activity and farming in the communities. Now, this is good in dealing with household food security, but some people want to grow and actually get to a level where they commercialize. Now, when they've been able to get good yields, they fall into the same trap as this elderly uh, woman that I was talking about uh, that struggled to reach the market because of these uh, bad roads. So, which means then that the poor work that is done by local municipalities and some provincial government, it actually ends up working against the broad national economic vision of saying, okay, let's 
go for economic reconstruction, make sure agriculture does something, tourism does something. We can all get excited in Pretoria, but if these folks at a local level are not doing their part, uh, we'll actually be constrained. So agriculture, tourism have the future. They can uplift many people in rural areas of South Africa, uh, especially if you think about the value chains of that. But until we deal with the supportive infrastructure, we're not going to see progress. And that supportive infrastructure responsibility lies largely on the provincial governments and the municipalities. And these are basic essential infrastructure, roads, water, electricity, and dealing with crime. And I think if we can address those things, we can begin to see some bit of progress and the investments follow, fall, falling, coming through and seeing some bit of improvement in these, in these areas. Without that, uh, we are bound to actually have these challenge of rising uh, poverty, unemployment, and uh, uh, weak economic activities in communities. And that's not something any South African or anyone wants to see. All right, folks, uh, we'll come back to talk about the issue of load shedding in agriculture in one of the next uh, segments. But I thought today it would be useful to speak about this issue of the basic infrastructure and its impact at a basic level in agriculture and tourism. That's it uh, for this week. My name is Wandi Lesihlobo. I'm an agricultural economist uh, based in Pretoria. You can read a bit uh, about some of the things that I write in my blog, which is www.wandilesihlobo.com. I'll put the link in the description of this uh, podcast or the organization that I work for, which is the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa, www.agbiz.co.za, www.agbiz.co.za. That's it from me. Thank you for listening.